Hey, what's up, guys? Another week, another week. Another week, guys. Episode 10, but part three? Part three. Man, first time we ever went to a part three. I know. But you know that's some fire. Hey. We're like, man, we can't stop at part two. We got to... Hey, the Lord is mean? merciful. It's, yeah. it's, it's officially a three-peat. Yeah, right. Three-peat. <laughs> <laughs> three-peat. Hey, you feel me? Man, guys, we're here again with Jay. Uh, man, uh, it's just... We're, we're going to continue this, uh, like, preparing for a godly marriage and just different aspects and parts of it. Um, and I think uh, we're going to jump right back in. I know we finished last week with a little bit of Ephesians 5. We're actually going to jump back into Ephesians 5. Dev's going to um, continue in that. But uh, should we start off in prayer? or? Uh, yeah, we could pray because we're definitely getting into Scripture. So let's amen, pray amen. before we get into Come Scripture. On. I'll pray. Come on. Come on. Uh, so, Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, the righteous Lord. We just thank you um, for, the, for, the, for what he did, Lord God. We thank you. It, it was because of your love, God, for you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son that... If we believe, Lord God, we will have everlasting life and we shall not perish. So, Lord, we just thank you for giving your only begotten son, the one whom you love, Lord God. And I just pray that as we get into scripture, Lord, that um, we would just come to, to know you more, the one true God in Jesus Christ, whom you sent. So, Father, we thank you. Um, we just ask that you would sanctify us uh, uh, with your truth because your word is true. So, Father, we thank you. We love you, God. And may you cover us. May you bless us and, and every one of the listeners, Lord God, in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So, yeah, this is Ephesians chapter five, starting at verse 22. Um, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh." This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So what we see right here yeah. in this passage of scripture, which is amazing, and we also touched on the first half. Well, uh, yeah, we touched on the first the, the first part of Ephesians 5, last part. But this part, now we're seeing like the biblical roles of a husband and a wife and how like God gives the man and a woman a role to play within the marriage because I heard it before. Like, you know, if somebody has two heads, it will be, you know, they're constantly yeah. fighting back and forth with one another, but God kind of gives us like a, a, you know, roles to play. So we understand how, you know, it, 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 it's simple. You know what I mean? He simplifies it for us. You know what I mean? So in this right here, He's speaking, you know, he says, wife, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And this isn't like a submission that, you know, men are just greater and, you know, that they're more important than women. But no, it's that, you know, submit to your husband. You know what I mean? That he trust him as the head. Let him make the moves. Let him, in a sense, you know, people like to say wear the pants. But in a sense, you know what I mean? Let him wear the pants. And, you know, he's the provider of the house. You know what I mean? He's the, you know what I mean? And then, um. You have in verse 25, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So the thing is, a lot of people, and I know, like, even myself, I used to wrestle with it. Like, okay, God, why do you tell the wives to submit to their husbands? Yeah. That sounds kind of like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. 
yeah, it doesn't really sound very good. You know what I mean? When you think about it, especially now in the culture that we live in, <clears> mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people push like, you know, and, and you know, I mean, we want to see women, you know, be successful and have great jobs. You know what I mean? No. It's not that we're trying to, you know, we want them to, you know, be yeah. low or anything, make less than us. But it's like, you know, when it comes to marriage, let the husband lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, the Bible also says, like, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave right. himself up for her. So it's not that, you know, husbands, you... You, ne- you take advantage of your wife, but it's like, no, as Christ loved the church and gave himself, hung on a cross, you endured all that pain physically, but also spiritually. You know what I mean? Taken upon the wrath of God upon himself because the sin, all of our sins that he taken upon himself, you know, he gave himself up. You know what I mean? And it's like husbands should do that. So it's a love that nobody else could give you. You know what I mean? So it's not that wives are, are missing out. You know, yeah, necessarily, yeah. you know, it's not that they're being taken advantage of because yeah. your husband is to love you as Christ loved the church. So Absolutely. And, you know, it's 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 what uh, what the Lord uh, did in the very beginning of time, you know, after. And, and, and if we're going to be consistent with Scripture, uh, they were both equal in authority. But it wasn't until after the fall, you know, uh, your desire shall be for your husband mm-hmm. to rule. You know, what I'm saying he shall rule over you. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really the, uh, a, a, an effect of the fall. However, uh, even within the uh, the Christian uh, new covenant marriage, um, it has remained that way. Uh, but I do think it's it's it, it is extremely important to kind of touch on that because, <clears throat> you know, it could sound misogynistic, it could sound sexist, um, but I think our standard of good is very different from the standard of good of God. Mm. You know, God's standard of good is moral perfection. Mm. And, you know, you know, in all honesty, man, uh, I, I think this has less to do with what a, a woman would do with leadership, but just the importance of the man, even within the nuclear family. Like we see, like even within uh, foster care, you know, uh, those that grow up without their fathers are so much more likely to commit suicide. Mm. When you look at statistics uh, across the board, you know, uh, the majority of those that are in prison, men. Victims of violent crimes, men. Perpetrators of those violent crimes, men. Mm. You get what I'm saying? There's more single mothers now than ever before because men are not stepping up to their responsibilities, to their roles, to their God-called leadership and authority. And he's meant to lead. And it's not that women cannot lead, but, but, you know, in God creating Adam, there was a very specific... Uh, set of skills, uh, uh, strength, or whatever that he is meant to uh, rule within the marriage, not in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you work for a company and the woman's the president, yeah, you know I mean, you could know saying you're not in covenant with her. You mm-hmm. know, you could you could leave that job. You can, yeah. If she fires you, she's not uh, like in, in, in being a heretic or anything like that. But you know, um, and, and I think it's also important to kind of just state that. When t- typically people think of like the head of the house, they think of the person that's more extroverted or more outspoken or the stronger communicator. And I think that people confuse like um, just because you're quiet doesn't mean that you are not strong or you're not a leader or anything like that. That's real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, both myself and my wife, very, very opinionated, very <laughs> vocal. And, and consequently now our baby girl will not stop talking oh, <laughs> man. That, 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 all of that yeah. you know what I'm saying um, <clears throat> the first year of marriage for me was extremely difficult because I wanted to walk in that authority you know so whenever I felt like I would ask or I would try to lead and there was all this pushback I'm like yeah what is you doing 
You're supposed to listen to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, that ain't even me. That's the word. You know what I mean? And and then I would I would be like, yo, we should do this. Why? <sighs> Young. Like, do you not trust me? Do you not yeah. like it was just mm. it was very rough. And it wasn't until like one day I think we had gotten into an argument and I was like really in prayer. And I felt like the Lord had to remind me of He's like, how do I lead you? Do I dictate you? Do I force you? And I really had to think like, you know, God has all authority over me. Mm-hmm. He could kill me at my next breath if he wanted to. But he's very kind and gentle and merciful with me. The way that he leads me. Amen. He has all authority. He's not insecure about it. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. I, I heard... Uh, and I'll just say it. I heard John MacArthur say not, not that long ago talking about that women right now are in more positions of leadership and it's it's very detriment to men. And I couldn't disagree with him more. Mm. I don't know if he's referring to the context of marriage, but if he wasn't, I th- I just think I can't help but find like see how wrong that is. And mm. the reason why is because uh, again, um, I think if strong women make men feel intimidated it's not the woman's fault mm-hmm. i think you know you get what i'm saying like like if g wants to d- drive and like hey, like we both want to drive and i get like you know yeah go ahead and drive mm-hmm. and then you get what i'm saying my authority over her my identity my role nothing has changed mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying like nothing that's changed and i think that it's really men's insecurities that sometimes that don't allow women to be strong that's real you that's real saying? and 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 you know, uh, and, and just what we read in Ephesians chapter five, it says, you know, wives submit unto your husbands as you do the Lord. Are mm. you kidding me? Yeah. The same way they submit to God, mm. they got to submit to you. So it's that much important why we are to imitate Christ and make the transition from her submitting to God as a single woman to submitting to the man of God mm. through God. You get what I'm saying? Like that transition, sh- like the woman should feel safe with you. Be like, you know what? When I follow Gage's lead, when I follow Devin's lead, I f- it's not that far off when I, when I follow the word of God, mm-hmm. when I follow God, it should be a smooth wow. transition, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that. And that, and again, leadership is serving. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bondage to the other person. It's looking out for the other person. It's not, you know, ruling with an iron fist or anything like that. Cause again, God is going to do that one day, mm. you know, when he judges the earth. But right yeah. now he, 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 he rules over us with complete gentleness and it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Mm. Everything I do is because he's so good and pure while mm. still fearful of his power and his justice. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I, and I, and, I th- and that is we are to imitate. So then after I had that little moment of clarity, I, I treated Giselle so differently. I noticed when I started doing more things around the house, this girl submitted so easily. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you came home, like all the dishes was clean, put away. The the bed was made, everything. And I'd be like, yo, baby, yo, can I, can I get a back rub? Okay. None of that. She, tr- it was, it's weird. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it, it, her submitting to me does not make her, weak or anything we submit to jesus amen that doesn't make us a weak christian if anything we're at our strongest when we are at our weakest you know what i'm saying when we are submissive to the lord um so i i think that there's a lot of negative connotation when it comes to leading when it comes to submitting um but ultimately it's meant to uh, uh 
mirror the relationships that we have with the Lord ourselves, you know, because for us to be able to love like Christ loved the church, like I got to love my wife the same way God loved me. That's crazy. The standard is huge because mm-hmm. he's eternal and holy and all powerful and I'm fallible and I'm immortal. I'm going to die one day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Man. man. No, I think with even uh, men like being able to, you know, the, there's this worldly standard that we see a lot. Like you see it in movies. He, like the guy is like this strong, like um, super you know he's just super strong these muscles are coming out yeah, you know what yeah. i mean but he may be like stupid you know what i mean but he's just like you know and yeah. they, they portray this certain type of like role and um in the in the kingdom it was it was i love how beautifully you put it it's um, like right. a man laying down laying yeah. down his life like yeah. literally um um being that aspect of how jesus like laid down his life for the church how a, a man like yeah. you actually have um, um, the man actually has the greater the the greater uh, sacrifice in it. Actually, a woman just well, submits to you, but a man absolutely. has to lay down his his life. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Hundred um, percent. And so there's a great uh, aspect of, of beauty, and I love that because I remember there's a woman uh, that uh, is a friend of mine in my life. I love her dearly. She's yeah. awesome, but super strong willed. Mm. Um, been like a friend, but also like like um, also just uh, someone that I gleaned from. Like sure. just learned a lot from her in leadership and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Um, and she would always talk about these guys that would be around her and would feel insecure. And she thought there was something wrong with her. Hmm. And then it was the moment that she actually met, uh, she met a man who actually was like, yeah, like yeah. who actually was, was firm in his and who he was and who yeah. God's called him to be and just moved with such uh, submission and such a uh, humility that it, it wasn't an, uh, something that was like wrong with her. It was just, yeah. unfortunately there's a lot of men that deal with insecurity and Soft. I'm, I'm one of them. God has been uh, growing me in my, and removing <laughs> some insecurity in my life so I can be firm in who he's made me to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, it's important to understand that, uh, um, you know, everybody does have insecurities, mm-hmm. but I think if a woman being strong willed makes you feel less mm, mm. you get what i'm saying that's i think good. that specifically it's like oh man she's very vocal i don't know what to say or do mm-hmm. or i don't know if i feel as in charge like if you led a bible study group and you allowed a sister to say something that was really good if you at any point felt challenged mm. oh man maybe i'm not the leader maybe I'm the <laughs> then all of a nah, sudden real. you get what i'm saying that's then all real. of a sudden you're not concerned about the body mm-hmm. you, you you just think about your image bro it's terrible yeah yep. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i i i i speak specifically to that you know what i mean because mm-hmm. everybody got their own you know insecurities yeah, yeah. and stuff like that that right, you know, right, the right. lord will help us with grace and all that mm-hmm. but yeah no nah, well said well said Nah, it's beautiful man yeah and i think i mean it's just like i mean when you go to verse 28 it says like in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as Christ does the church. And when I read it, when I was reading this verse earlier, like it stuck out to me, like, man, like just the love that the woman should receive from the man. Like it's literally like taking care of his own body. Like yeah. woman, you should, it's, it's like, it's a joy. And like, you know, the way that God has set up the biblical roles yeah. of marriage, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when I was reading this earlier, like it just sunk into me like, wow, like, you know what I mean? I mean, Jesus, like when we look at the mirror, like Paul says, you know, this is representing Christ in the church. Like Jesus loved us like his own body. You know Amen. what I mean? That's that's how he looked at it. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, mm. like uh, one of the things that like comes to mind is uh, I remember when uh, my father in law walked my wife up the aisle and there was this like symbolic exchange of like authority when he mm. gave her to me, shook my hands like 
yo, you feel it. You feel it where it's like, yo, I'm trusting you. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and, you know, she, I, I, it was intimidating at first because she was like, yo, my dad, he used to do this for me. He does this for me. He still does this for me. And then it's kind of like, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's really all through serving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, like for her, the way that she thinks of her dad as a protective figure, as a providing figure, it's not through authority. It's through love. You know what I mean? Like, my dad will protect me. My dad will go wherever and, you know, pick me up if, if need be. Mm-hmm. So it's like doing little things for her. Like, she'll be like, yo, you know, I'm really in the mood for something. I bet I'll go get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being at her service is actually, like, the biblical definition of be, being her, like, having authority over her. You know what I'm saying? Like, serving her, making her feel like a queen. Yeah. Um, and... You know, if need be, if, like, she gets out of pocket, like, biblically, like, baby, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's sinful. Right. You know I mean, that's not biblical. It's and you would, be, you would be loving her by calling that out. And yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, same thing, like, with her when she sees, like, her oh. man, like, you know what I mean? Which, got, you know, our, our fellas who are listening, you want a woman that's going to call you out on your yeah. stuff. You man. want a woman. Don't be sitting here thinking that you're perfect and won't receive from whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you need to receive that rebuke, you know? 100%. 100%. Yeah, and may you touch on, because, like, I think when we were taking a break and during part two, like, our breaks have just been <laughs> impeccable, great, like, glory to God. Hallelujah. May you touch on, like, how a servant, it's, I think it's like, it's Jesus, and he's talking about how, like, a teacher and, like, how he really serves yeah. his students. You know what yeah. I mean? He serves, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, uh, John and his brother approached Jesus uh, with their mother, and she asked, like, you know, allow these to sit at your left hand and your right hand. And, you know, Jesus has this analog, finishes up with them. And, and the other disciples were angry at this. You know what I mean? Like, yo, come on, man. We all, we all like kinfolk here and y'all want to be in charge and everything. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, they were talking. And then at some point, like they're arguing over like who's going to be the greatest over them all. And then Jesus shut that down so fast. He said, you know, unto the Gentiles, it was given to Lord over one another, but it shall not be that way with you. But he who desires to be the greatest shall be a slave to all. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And then like when he washed all their feet, he showed them. You get what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's through service. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. When you think about these spiritual fathers, these like authority figures, even within the body, it's the ones that raised you, the ones that like were there for you, counseled you, t- like took the weight. Those are the ones that you just want to incline and in honoring. It's the same thing in marriage. You're doing all that. You're not just a husband by title. You get what I'm saying? Like, like you are serving here. You're you're not just oh yeah, yeah that's the leader because the Bible says so. No, you're embodying that. You're serving her. You're protecting her. You're whatever her dreams are. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, that's I, I want to help you. I want to love you. I want to cherish you. I want to care about you. You know what I'm saying? All, all that stuff, man. Just complete servitude. Complete, complete and utter servitude. Mm. Yeah. That's really good. Praise God. Man. Wow. And quickly, how do you feel about if a boyfriend, like how, like if, if a guy came to you and said, okay, I have a girlfriend, should I be leading her? We're not married yet. It's a great question. Do you think a boyfriend should lead a girlfriend? I, th- I think, um, I think he should try um to show leadership qualities mm. mm-hmm. because in order to lead there's got to be some consent mm-hmm. i ain't go out you know what i'm saying any 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 <clears throat> self-respecting woman doesn't have to go anywhere with you doesn't have to do anything for you yeah you know what i'm saying they, she owes you nothing 
you are in pursuit of her. Mm. And I, I need the sisters to hear that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, 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 yo, I come from the days. I don't know if I'm showing my age here. I come from the days of house phones. You know what I'm saying? And like when with me in high school, yo, you had to work for that girl's number. And then when you got her number and you called, you had to go through the parents. Oh, the parents picked up the phone because right. they paid the bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, can I please speak to, to so-and-so? Oh. You had to win over the parents. Wow. And then when you talk to when you talk to old girl, you had to keep her on the phone. Yeah. You had to keep her interested. You had to keep her engaged. Mm-hmm. Now it's these dry texts. Yeah. W-Y-D. Yeah. Nothing. You? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you could get, you could, you could like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like uh, communication has enhanced in terms of availability, but in terms of strength, it's diminished. Yeah. Because you don't have to hold a conversation in order, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, people DM each other and will meet up within hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, I had to earn that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like speaking to parents and all that stuff. So, I think it's just extremely important that like if you're going to lead, um, I think you ought to exemplify leadership qualities. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. And, 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 and I'm not talking about I right, I'll pay for the bill. I mean, I think it's a nice gesture. And I think as a gentleman, we probably should offer. Mm-hmm. She also don't need your money. You know what I mean? So like yeah. consent. But, you know, um, that you're that you're in love with the word of God that you care about your purity, that you care about, like, just the mm-hmm. way you live your life. You get what I'm saying? Like, that you're not, you don't just follow the wave of the crowd of whatever's popular, that you stand for truth, mm-hmm. that you stand for what is right, what is just, what is righteous. Uh, you know, just with, like, your overall character. You know what I'm saying? That you you don't you don't entertain nonsense. They, they, you're not going around flirting with all these different women. Mm-hmm. That you're not going around on all these different dates. That you're not. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like they need to see a woman that, like, yo, if he was to like your your girl should never be like he stays talking to all these girls. I don't know if he's serious. Your integrity is already in question. Yep. Mm. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Wow. And it's and it's vice versa too. Yeah. Man, this sister, man, I don't know. She stayed talking to these other dudes. Mm-hmm. But I knew with with with, with my wife. She never entertained nobody else. So I knew that I was like, yo, I know if me and her was to ever be together, I'd be all her. And yo, my trust for her is crazy because of that. Because mm-hmm. when she was single, she showed me she's a woman of commitment and conviction and faithfulness and loyalty. It's awesome. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I feel like as a boyfriend, you just want to sh- want to show that leadership. And if she gives you consent to lead her because you guys are not under a covenant, she doesn't have to. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You're right. Um, then, then yeah, absolutely lead her. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, hey, I, I, I want to let you know what my intentions are. I want to wash you with the word. I want to fellowship with you. I want to show you what I'm getting in prayer. What I want to tell you my weaknesses. I want to tell you, like, yo, how I need the Lord to, like, convict me. All of that. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. That's really good. No, that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh, wow. Cause, yeah, no, because I, I, I remember uh, one relationship I was in. I kind of didn't know how to go about that. I was like, do I just start trying to lead her? Like, as <laughs> yeah, if like yeah, yeah. we're really a thing. Sure. And I think there was a part about, I think, um, I think there was a part of me that wanted to like puff my chest up and be like, yeah, I got you. I'm going to lead. Um, <laughs> right, 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 you right. Know, she's going to have the salmon. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, oh, I didn't want the salmon. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, no, I have to pay. And I think that was a real big thing for me. Yeah. I was like, nah, I have to pay because we, 
there's like this thing believing that like we're supposed to, but it's, yeah. you know, I believe the consent thing is beautiful yeah. um, uh, and mature and, and everything. And yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, wow. I, 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 th- I think it's because of like this machismo that we think uh, uh, being a, a king mm-hmm. or a leader is. Mm-hmm. I struggled with that, bro. So it's yeah, preaching to me right now. Cause Lord I, God. yeah, keep kept thinking like I was supposed to be, um, you're trying to prove yourself and and uh, i mean you're you're trying to be really you're trying to be someone that you're really like not you know what i mean i'm, yeah. a, lot, I'm a lot more laid back i'm a lot more like yeah. chill and I, I would never really act like that and then you're portraying someone that like she thinks is who you really are and it's not really who you yeah. are you know um man the relationships uh things man it's it's uh and it's just so it, it, it could be such a consuming thing in your life it also like i remember uh i remember even you're kind of thinking about who this person, if you're going to be with this person and you're like trying to spend time like with the Lord and you, they just, they, they just keep, you just keep thinking about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that was my hardest part is that I wanted to stay focused on him, but I kept thinking about her yeah. and whatnot. It's and normal. Yeah. It happens, but you do, it, it, it takes some uh, real discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's What's crazy. Up? All right, so last question because yes, I mean we've we done held you from uh <laughs> your wife and the baby. Right, right. Um is there a place that you should be as a man when it comes to providing and being able to take care of a woman? Like is yeah. there a specific like m- like amount of money you gotta have in the bank before you get yeah. married? Should you already have the home prepared with all the horses, you know, outside? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. how how should it look? Let me mm-hmm. let me let me tell you something, man. I'm saying this as uh a husband, but I'm also saying this as a girl dad. If my daughter, right, you know what I'm saying, is, mm-hmm. is, is entertaining somebody, and I'm also going to attack this through a biblical point of view because, you know, the Bible doesn't give a financial threshold. I mean, if anything, the way that Jewish weddings, they abso- there absolutely was an amount. You know what I'm saying? Like when it came to uh, Jewish weddings of the Old Testament, and Jesus used a lot of the parables and illustrations regarding salvation because like there would be uh, what was called a, re- a, a redemption price. So if let's say Gage wanted, you know, a beautiful young lady, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in the land of Israel, <laughs> he would approach her dad and, you know, say, hey, I'm very interested in, you know, courting and being with your daughter and, you know, enter into covenant. I want to know her. I want to be with her for the rest of my life. What is the redemption price? And he would give the price and he's like, okay, I'll, I will pay that. And, you know, he'll he'll pay that not because it's like this bribe, but it's like, yo, I want to make sure that you can take care of my daughter, mm-hmm. you know? It's like we 12 don't... donkeys, five sheep. Like... <laughs> yeah, it could be grains, pounds, or whatever, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like whatever they dictate, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and then you would go out, you would purchase a house, and then you would come and bring back the daughter at a time that she did not expect. Yeah. And you would they would tie a little rope around her her ring finger as a as a seal guarantee of redemption. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that might take off some biblical, uh, come on, wow. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he would come back at an hour that she did not expect. Shoot. And if she was not waiting, he had every right to be like, no, you didn't love me enough to wait for me. Mm. That's real. And and Jesus used a lot of the whole Jewish, but, but to my, like to answer your question, uh, there isn't really an amount universally. I know again, every situation is different. When I met, when my wife and I started dating, right? I didn't have a job. I was broke. I definitely drove my mom's station wagon and I was like nowhere near, you know what I'm saying? Like a good position. Now, mind you that we was dating, but by the time, like we, when we started really planning for the wedding, I was looking for a real job, you know what I'm saying? And that's when I started working for this insurance company and I was able to make a, a, a an amount in conjunction with hers 
um, for, and we both sat down. We had the financial talk because finances, man, I think, I think at church when they talk about finances, um, it usually gets reduced to like tithes and offerings. Mm -hmm. There's over 2000 verses in the Bible regarding money and how to handle money. Mm. And we usually just reduce it to like two. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians chapter nine, verse six, or Malachi chapter three, verse eight. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then we wonder why these young men get married and aren't prepared for marriage financially. But over half of marriages end in divorce. And of those Christian divorces, the number one reason over 70% last time I checked over 70% is because of financial, like irreconcilabilities or whatever mm -hmm. is because financially they could not, the money was yeah. enough to break covenant. Wild. You get what I'm saying? Which on one end it's like, Oh, that's so superficial. But on the other end, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have to be able to take care of my daughter or my, my child or whatever, or yeah. you're, you're a bum. You think you're just going to live by faith and pray and, checks just gonna come in the mail so i think it's more so <laughs> i think it's more so man like like just being uh prepared financially to be able to either contribute or take care of somebody depending on uh whatever it is that they they want like when my wife and i we got married um she wanted to work but she told me she was like you know there would be a day that i would like to just be a stay-at-home mom that was mm -hmm. her desire you know i didn't ask her to do that but she said she would want to be that so i was like all right that's my goal too and by the grace of God, uh, four years later, that's where we are. You know what I'm saying? I'm working, and she's at home uh, with the baby. Wow. That's so, awesome. So I, 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 it's, it's, it's important, man. It's definitely a factor. So I th uh, I don't think that, the, again, there's I probably just circled all the way back just to tell you that there's not a universal question, but you absolutely should be prepared financially uh, for the lifestyle that you both want to live. Mm, so, she, so she wants to work. All right, cool. What sort of house you want to make? You you want to buy? You got y'all got to talk numbers. When you mm -hmm. talk business, when you talk money, y'all need to talk numbers. What's your credit score? What's what, like what, like do you have debt? All those things factor in if y'all want to buy a house. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't determine whether or not the person is compatible, but you know what I'm saying? Like love don't pay the bills. Y'all got to talk about how you guys are going to live with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. No, that was good wisdom, bro. Yeah, <laughs> great wisdom. Yeah, well, yeah, guys, this has been part three. Man, I could go to part eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't, what, like nine, nine right now, you nine o'clock p.m. Yeah, yeah. So, God willing, some other time, man, we could chop it up on some other stuff. Nah, for sure, yeah, man. Yeah. It has been it has been great, man. This dude reeks of just scripture and just humility. I also and reek. I've been here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spiritual reek, guys. Glory, Not, glory. That boy is boofing <laughs> with glory. The, the right aroma now. of Christ. <laughs> glory, to God. glory to God. Man, yeah. he may have to walk out this house with a veil over his face, That's man. Hilarious. Man, That's hilarious. That is enough. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's been really good, man. I mean, you see that like he's just been spitting wisdom. So we're so thankful for you coming on, bro. Like, Thank you, brother. Thank it's you. It's been great. I mean, it's my first time meeting him and it's been oh, amazing. It's a pleasure, man. So, yeah, um, guys, this is part three, episode 10. So we shall see y'all next week. Thank you so much for, once again, all just the great comments, the beautiful comments. Just thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out your day to listen to some, uh, you know, some. <laughs> I was going to say the thing that you, the post that you seen, uh, you seen the other day about like filthy sinners and stuff like that. Filthy, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a post for another time. No, oh. but yeah, thank you for listening to us guys for real. I mean, we're just servants of Christ who's trying to be closer to him and we want you guys to be closer to him as well. So 
Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We, again, we love you guys. Pray that this is, um, something that moves you guys in the sense of how to prepare for uh, this godly marriage if god's called you to get married or even just all the the aspects of it. it it runs very deep um so if you have any um specific questions on that please hit us up on instagram um uh, direct message me uh, me and uh, devin we'd love to break down more of this uh so we're so thankful for you guys um yeah so jay do you want to uh, close this out bro yeah sure amen um father in the name of jesus lord i want to thank you god for this uh honored and this opportunity for my brothers to allow me to speak and just share the experiences, God, that you have uh, kept me in, that you've guided me in, that you are continuing to help me in. I pray, Lord God, that anyone listening may be encouraged, Lord, to, to love you, Father, more than marriage, Lord God, that Amen. ultimately the longevity of the marriage will be if the husband loves you more than their wife and the wife you more than their husband, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, for the marriages out there. I pray, Lord God, that you may help equip the young men, the young women, Lord, into these covenants, Father. May you bless them, keep them, and make your face to shine upon them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Name, amen. amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been great to sit before two just wonderful men of God. So thank you all for listening, and yeah, we, we shall see you all next week. Next week. See you guys. All Peace. Right, party people. <laughs>